Welcome to Sports Matters, a sports epreneur podcast series bringing you focused content on a significant thought or topic related to the world of sports and entrepreneurship, because this is Sports Epreneur, the place where sports and entrepreneurship collide. This Sports Matters episode starts now. One of those elements is being interested, staying interested. And those are the two words, actually it ended up being three words, that came from Brent Musburger. My second year at ESPN ABC, I got teamed with Brent Musburger, and he ended up being another valuable mentor to lean on because he knew sports television inside and out. And he had the outliers numbers going for him, 10,000 hours plus in that book, Outliers, that uh, Malcolm Gladwell speaks to. And we were just coming off, I think, like a Michigan State Michigan game, or it was a game in Michigan because we're at the Detroit Metro Hotel. The Westin Hotel there is in the terminal. So it's an ideal when you're broadcasting place to stay because you get out of bed in the morning and you go right to your terminal. You don't have to worry about the rental car and whatnot. So we're at the Westin Hotel after a broadcast and I asked him, what's one element? I didn't want three or four or five. Yeah. Just... Cut right to it. Give me the cliff notes on the one aspect that leads to successful and sustained careers in sports television. Mm-hmm. He worked every sport with every broadcaster that you can imagine. And he leaned back in his chair. He was drinking a Merlot. He brought <laughs> with a couple of Budweiser's. He liked a couple of tall boys. Then he transitioned into the Merlot. And he leaned back. He said, just one, huh? And I said, yeah, just one. And he thinks about it ruminates on it. Stay interested, kid. Stay interested. Wow. So at first, it was kind of like the Mr. Miyagi or a Kung Fu moment. I wasn't really sure. Yeah. That's it? Stay interested? Right. And not only that night and every day since have I come to appreciate the profound wisdom in those two words because the premise is if you're interested, everything else will take care of itself. You're going to do the work. You're going to be prepared. You're going to be a better partner. And not only interested in your craft or vocation or industry or work, but staying interested in relationships, Mm -hmm. staying interested in a relationship with your significant other, Uh, staying interested in your children, staying interested in the neighborhood, in the town, the city, the state, the country, the globe. And now more than ever, right? It's a situation where we have to be interested and pandemic makes us even more aware that heightens or amplifies the importance or significance of being interested. And it's a trait that is as valuable and a lesson that night that I learned in the Weston Hotel, the way he was able to boil it down, stay interested. If I ever do a book, that may be the title or definitely a chapter. To your point, all the people right, that influence us are people that were interested. They took a liking to you. They saw some potential in you. They mm-hmm. you needed a, a hug or an arm around your shoulder or a fire under your ass. They knew and had that feel, that gift that great parents, great teachers, great coaches, great leaders can intuit. And that comes from life experience. I think some come by it more naturally in terms of leadership. Others grow into it. They kind of exactly. grow into it. Yeah. yeah. And that's what that's what Coach Wood was saying. The things that he learned from the experience at Dayton High School, South Bend Central High School, Indiana State, being in the service, 
with the Navy, mm-hmm. what he learned at Purdue from Piggy Lambert, mm-hmm. uh, what he learned from his high school coach at Martinsville. You're borrowing his mother and father were the two people he leaned and looked back on in terms of what he learned from them. Their example, mm-hmm. again, had a, a big influence. And, and so I were to go through the, the different people in my life that uh, had the most positive influence, it was people that were interested in their work, in others, and things around them. You know, they had that purpose or passion uh, yeah. that was in play. That is almost like a humility that triggers this lifelong learning, not just so much about their craft, but they have a lifelong learning about their craft, but also a lifelong learning about other people. Exactly. That's just another form of staying interested. And, you know, like you said, here's John Wooden, days from passing away, he's 99 years old, but yet he still has this hunger of lifelong learning, but it was always triggered by humility. And I think. People that are in a leadership position now more than ever, humility, compassion, empathy, stepping outside yourself, building relationships with employees, with your executive team, whatever the case may be. I mean, so much of that, doing it from the ivory chair in the corner office, I think those days are gone. Yes. I think, I think you got to get out and you got to be a leader now that walks the hallways. No doubt. And that's how we learn and how we reinvent, recalibrate, adapt, adjust, be able to have a plan. But when it's not working and you see it's diminishing returns, it's incumbent on you to pivot and be able to move in another direction. And that's vision. It's instinct. It also needs to be informed by some logic, right? Just like data and science is driving what we're doing in the coronavirus, but also as we go, we're learning because the coronavirus has been such a mystery and it's new and what you don't know, you don't know until we find out more. And I think coaching and life for that matter is similar. We're growing and evolving. And if you don't adjust or adapt to the changing rules from the shot clock, to the three-point line, a wide lane, uh, international rules versus our rules in the NBA versus college versus high school, men's and women's, and uh, the way the game is being officiated, having to adjust or adapt to that as well. Adapting yeah. within your conference, who's the competition, yeah. and size them up, study them, and what's going to allow your team to be as competitive as possible for where you are now. That doesn't mean three years from now. It won't change based on where you are in the conference and yeah. how things have changed in terms of the competition. There are so many parallels. That's why team sports in particular are such a great metaphor or is a great metaphor for life. Mm-hmm. And it's those lessons we learned that kind of transcend the sport. And that's uh, really what I think the best teachers, the best coaches, the best parents, the best leaders, they're about helping young people, helping people regardless of their age at getting closer to their full potential. And giving them a compass, giving them the skill set, the toolbox or the tool belt. Uh, yeah. So that when they navigate and they inevitably face hardship, they'll be better prepared to navigate through it and to learn from it. And then hopefully pay it back, uh, pass that baton to someone else coming up and do the same yeah. favor that others did for you. Sportsypreneur is a content platform, a collaborative team, and a marketing brand that is all about showcasing leaders and difference makers in and around the world of sports. 
but we create our own content. We also create content with you. This includes collaborative content and exclusive content for your brand. Think podcast, blog, social media, and overall content strategy. Our sports content marketing team is specifically niche for those in the sports industry. That includes sports businesses, athletes, managers, coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs, and business leaders in the sports market. The bottom line is we want to help with your sports-related brand, your content marketing, and your story. Connect with us on Instagram at sportsepreneur or find us online at sportsepreneur.com. Sportsepreneur, the content platform where sports and entrepreneurship collide.